Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Shane Eisterhold, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Nick Irwin, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. All right. For dessert today, we're going to grab a handful of circus peanuts and jump into VR. Today, we're going to talk about uh, VR. We're going to talk about the consoles, Oculus, Vive, Index, PlayStation cost games and everything so let's uh start off with uh, the, the vrs themselves the, the different systems the prices unbelievable prices uh, and all that so valve is uh one of the one of the uh, medium tier ones the prices on those go anywhere from 900 to 300 dollars. they make fairly decent vr systems what i've read i've not played one their game library is fairly on par with everybody except for probably uh, PlayStation. They don't get the big ones like uh, uh, Vader. They don't get uh, Alex, things like that. So let's uh, jump over to Patrick and find out what he thinks about uh, the Valve or any other system. Uh, so, yeah, we, we know who the big players are in the in the industry. You know, there's there's some popular brands out there that have been around for a while. As Shane mentioned, the the HTC, they have the Vive, and then you have Oculus, who has a bunch of a bunch of them. I mean, Oculus has multiple versions, and then you have uh, Valve's Index. You know, those are some of the the non console ones, and then you know, PlayStation has their own. It depends on what you're in the market for for VR, and depends on your price point. If you already own a PlayStation, it's more cost effective for you to buy a a, a PSVR. You know, I mean, that's going to be your cheapest entry point because you don't have to have a computer and you don't have to have all this stuff. There are some some self-contained units coming out. I think um, I think Quest, I think, uh, is it Oculus that's putting out the Quest? Yep, Oculus it's, Quest is coming out with the Oculus Quest 2, which is a uh, standalone. Uh, you don't need a PC to run it. Uh, right. But the original one did very well. Right. I think it's pretty limited on what it can play, but it does have a capability to tie in to a PC if you want to do that. Yes. Uh, to play some more. Yeah, to play some more hardcore games. Russ, you know, what are you familiar with on these uh, these top these top performers or maybe even some of the, the more named brands or maybe even lesser known brands? Uh, well, most of my uh, uh, looking or at least uh, pre thought about buying like I, for me I'm, I'm trying to wait for them to kind of get the software to get the hardware to get it all kind of put together i've never actually I've, I've played one vr game before uh it was okay but i myself would love to see a, a solid uh, combat simulator air simulator and so i'm just trying to be patient and wait till they kind of get this this software and this hardware worked out a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, Oculus is probably the one that I'm most familiar with. Uh, their game list is is something that kind of interests me a little bit more than most. Uh, e Valkyrie, uh, War Thunder, Flight Simulator X. Now some of these games are probably on different other as well, but Oculus being kind of the proven product right now, at least initially, uh, with these VR sets, 
uh, with their experience with it all is is kind of where I'd lean towards. The price points right now for these are, are still a little high. I mean, I don't expect them to go any, any cheaper, really, especially as they add on more and more. But again, if we're putting that $399 out for console A, $499 out for console B, and then, you know, uh, you got your computer. I mean, you know, barring winning some lottery, you know, scratch offs or something like that, you know, this is kind of on the tail end, the, the back end of things that I am really targeting on when it comes to purchasing stuff. But uh, it doesn't mean that this is not something that's that in the last, what, four years, maybe five years has just catapulted from gimmick to uh, viability. You know, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this thing grows, and, and I'll comment a little bit more later. Uh, I'd like to pass it to Nick, uh, see what kind of thoughts he has to start the podcast. VR, in in my opinion, right now is more gimmicky than anything. I do own a PS, a PlayStation VR. You know, I initially bought it for my son, who wanted one, and I bought it for him. And I, I played it, and I played a few titles on there. And they are fun for a short period of time for me. Um, I can't sit there behind a VR and play it for hours. It just it starts giving me a headache, and 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 I don't like all the wires and stuff and the and the cords that you're stuck to. So for me right now, VR is still just a gimmick. It's got a long way to go. It's it's making strides. You know, it's it's apparently something that's popular. At first, when I saw VR come out, I didn't you know much like 3D TVs, I didn't think it was going to last. Uh, you know, 3D 3D TVs are still being made today, but they're kind of more on the wayside type. You know, and they're not really as popular as they were when they came out. Uh, but VR has continued to make strides, short strides, I should say, because I still don't think a lot, you know, one, it is expensive to get into a VR. Uh, I think the PlayStation VR is probably the cheapest option you have now. But with the Quest 2, the Oculus Quest 2 that's coming out, that's a pretty cheap option. And, and it is an all in, right. And it is an all in one headset. So you can't, it's, it's all within the headset, everything you need to play VR. But like Patrick said, it's only a certain amount of games, right? And if you want to play some of the heavy hitters like Half-Life Alex or Va- uh, Star Wars Vader Immortal or some of the other VR games, um, then you will have to attach that Quest headset to a PC to then utilize the computer to play those games. It isn't very, right now it is a very, even with that, you know, if you wanted to play some of the lesser titles on the Quest or or you want to go out and buy a PlayStation VR, there's a good entry points. But if you really want, I think personally, if you really want to experience VR and experience what VR can offer, you need to get yourself an expensive computer and you need to get yourself like a Valve Index or, uh, uh, you know, one of those high-end VR headsets that can play pretty much everything uh VR wise under the sun because then you have a huge library of games to to play and experience VR but it that's expensive you know when you get $1000 for an index i think is how much those go for the hev- for the high end version and then you need a, a machine you know a PC or a laptop that can run that VR experience and so yeah that's it's it's expensive to get into Right, yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing for me. You know, is it is very cost prohibitive. I mean, if if you consider, let's just take any of the VR systems out there, the cheapest standalone is probably the Quest. You know, it's two ninety nine, 
but it's very limited in what it can do. If you want to play more of the higher end stuff, you have to plug into a PC. So if you take into consideration a PlayStation, you know, a PlayStation 4 was, you know, you can probably get into one for 300, 350 bucks right now if you want to get some game, if you want to get a game with it. So you're looking at that, plus you're looking at the cost of the PlayStation VR hardware, which I think is still 350 bucks with the game. 2.99 on average uh, because you can find really decent sales on them anymore, and that typically comes with two games. Typically. Okay. Because yeah, I, I mean, I recently looked to try to get one at Walmart. It was still 350 dollars at Walmart when I was trying to get one when I when I was looking at the prices on those, just to kind of compare prices to what they what they are. Um, it was still it was still 350 bucks for that thing when I was, but it came with a I think it came with a game or two. I can't remember what it came with, but. I was looking at prices. I'm trying to price them out. So you're into an investment. If you can find it for 300 bucks or less, cool. So you're looking at you're looking at a six to seven hundred dollar investment to get that with a game. You know, so that's a PlayStation, the headset, and a game. So you know, six to seven hundred dollars, uh, probably closer to seven, just depending on what deal you can find. Um, and that's just for a PlayStation one. And that, you know, if you already got a PlayStation, cool. You only need to spend the extra money for the VR headset. If you're looking to do any of the others, you know, we're talking like Oculus Rift, we're talking we're talking the Valve Index. I mean, Valve Index cheapest entry level point for their gear is is $750, and that only gets you the headset and two controllers. That mm-hmm. doesn't get you the uh sensors. You know, so if you want the more uh the the more where you can pick up your movements, that's the $1000 kit that Nick was talking about. The computer to run that's no slouch. You're going to need like a GTX 970 plus or, you know, an RX 480 from AMD just to play that, you know. Uh, so in, in you would say then, okay, so what is my PC? So I'm looking at a $750 to $1,000 piece of equipment that requires a computer to play. And we're talking at minimum of a $600 PC, but you're looking more, if you're building a gaming PC, you're looking more to spend, especially if you build yourself, you're looking at $1,000, $1,200. If you can't build yourself, the sky's the limit there at that point, you know. Every time I build me a new computer, I end up dumping a thousand to twelve hundred dollars into it. That that gets me current gen on my chipsets from my motherboard and current processor and a and a current up to date video card. Now the nine seventy is not a is not a cheap cheap card. I mean, if you could get the nine sixty, you'd be you know the the secondary number on the G forces are what gives you a price. The higher closer you get to like the the seventy and eighties, the more expensive they get and stuff like that. So you're probably into this thing for almost two grand if you get the sensors for the Valve Index. And then if you look at getting like the HTC, you know, they can be just as bad what HTC can. I mean, I think their cheapest unit, the Vibe, standard Vibe is 500 bucks, you know, and they go all the way up to like 800. Yeah, the HTC, what's bad about it is people got to be careful when they look to buy them because they sell them in pieces as well as packages. So you can buy the VR headset, you can buy the controllers in a package, but you're not going to get the sensors that are required along with the PC that's required. Right. So So, it's very, uh, it's very shoddy the way they do that. I don't think it's right to, I mean, they should list it basically, oh, if this breaks, you know, we do something separately, but they shouldn't be selling them out like they're the total package. And Sony does the same thing with their VR. Right, yeah, because you can get, like, just the headsets, you get just the controllers, you can buy just the base station sensors. So I guess that comes down to kind of, like, what are the VR components? So if you break VR down into its component levels, you have 
devices. So the devices is the hardware to run those things. So there are self-contained units where everything's in one, but mm -hmm. most commonly you're going to have a console or a PC. So yep. you're going to have that. You're going to have input devices. So you have controllers. Those are your input devices. So input devices are usually like controllers and um, and, and stuff like that. So you're inputting and interacting with that, uh, you know, joysticks, controller wands, gloves, track pads, any of that type of stuff, you know, that you're basically going to – and then obviously your motion platforms. Those are your input devices. And then you think of like, okay, what is my output devices? So your output devices, you for VR you have – a headset that either just contains the display screen and then you have audio and they can be combined or separate. I've seen a lot of, even like, uh, even like, um, I don't think the valve does this, but I think Sony has a version out there as well as uh, HTC and Oculus to where it's just the visual components and you can use your own headset. But in my opinion, if you want to get VR the way it was truly meant to be, you have to buy these components in pair. That mean that because mm -hmm. Oculus is the software driving behind it, and you get a headset that it just can't drive properly, you're going to lose out in a in a in an immersion point. So audio, and then so basically all this has to work together. You have to have your input devices all working together, your output devices, and then the audio all working together to create this experience. And it's all driven behind us, like Russ was saying, the software. And the software has come a long way, as well as, like, the the video and stuff like that. Because I can remember back in the day when I played one, the video was so bad and poor quality that you could see what basically looked like boxes because you could see the individual breakpoints between the pixels if you were playing. I will admit today that I don't have a VR system. I want a VR system, but I can't afford it. I, I, my computer is too long in the tooth right now that it, it really is not VR capable. Um, it's a 10-year-old computer. I do have a, a, a 960 video card in it, but, you know, and, and it's maxed out on the board is saturated with memory and stuff like that, but it just it just can't push the pro – it can't push this stuff. The chipset that's built into the main board is just not supported. Uh, so I would have to build a whole new computer. So I'm looking at an investment of at least – 1500 to two grand to be able to play VR. And my biggest complaint is that there's too much in the market itself. VR, yes, there's some big name brands. And so it's easy to tell which one that you want. The problem is, is that games are so volatile in the VR market. There is so many, so much disparity about if I want to play this game, sometimes it's only released for that headset. Yep. And that yeah. drives me absolutely nuts. Alex. Yes. You know, Half-Life Alex is is a perfect example of that, but even more so of, you know, the uh, – what was it? At one point, I thought I heard that the Vader game was going to be a PlayStation. I think that's no, that's not true anymore. But It, it is coming to PlayStation. It is coming to PlayStation. And, but it was a PlayStation uh, only, like, initial or something? No, so, no. Okay, Oculus – it was Oculus. Uh, originally for, yeah. announced for Oculus, and Sony worked their money magic, and they're getting it too. Right, so that's what I'm talking about. So if I wanted to get at that, you know, obviously I'm, I can get these games, but what if I want to play, you know, uh, I don't know, what's, you know, I'm trying to think of a few of them that basically that are released only, you know, if let's say, for example, I want to play No Man's Sky. That one was PSVR only. You know, oh. obviously I can play that on any console I want, but if I want to do VR, I have to get PSVR. The thing that sucks about PSVR, especially, you know, we talked about the price of PSVR and, and you know, buying a PlayStation 4 along with the VR headset is, 
you know, if you already have PlayStation 4, like you said, you know, your extra money is just buying the VR headset. But the other thing that most of the VR headsets, and that some of them do come in this package, and that's really what you got to look for, is the ones that come with the Move controllers. Because mm-hmm. you cannot, you can play PSVR with a controller, but it's horrible. And so you need a move controller and they're a hundred bucks for a pair for two together. They're a hundred bucks for the pair. So, you know, when I bought a VR for my son, I had to end up going out and spending another hundred dollars to buy those, those controllers because otherwise you can't move the, you know, a lot of games have two hands and you can't do them with a controller. You have to go out and most of the games don't utilize the controller. So 90% of the games want you to have the move controllers so you have to then make another uh expense to buy those controllers so when you're really looking at it you know if the psvr is 300 dollars, you're really looking at a 400 dollars investment almost the same price as a console to get into the vr portion well, yeah exactly i just went to walmart while you were talking about that because i did realize that the 350 dollars one that i was looking at did not include move controllers so i just went to walmart you know our favorite wally world and typed in playstation vr bundle and here's a bundle that's got two controllers the move sensor, uh, and then two games for $425. See, so, that seems odd because we got ours with the, with the move controllers, and I know we didn't pay more than three. But this is two years ago. Right. I think it was. You can find pretty good deals if you look around Christmas time. Uh, PSVR yes, does go on sale pretty good with pretty good bundles around Christmas time where they'll come with two games or they'll come with, like, mine came with two games, and it was one of the games my son really wanted that it came with. Now, I didn't know it didn't come with move controls. I thought they all did, because it's almost a requirement to have those. And so then I, you know, quickly learned after we got it and opened it up that it doesn't come with these. So then I had to make another $100 purchase for these controllers. But you can find uh, bundles that do come with, they may not come with two games, but they may come with a game and the controllers with it. But really, the controllers is what you want. You know, I mean, right. the games can come, but the controllers and, is what you want because you can't play otherwise. And it should be, and we, and you know, it could be because we're at the end of the console life cycle for the PlayStation Four. Is the PlayStation VR going to work on the PS Five? Did any, does anybody know that? It is. Yes. It it is. So at least, so at least that's good news for them. But I mean, because everywhere I look at, you know, I even just went to Amazon real quick, and it's it's four hundred twenty five dollars on Amazon for the. VR with Mega Blood and Truth, everybody's golf. Mega Blood and Truth, everybody's golf bundle. So that's you know that's that's the same price as Walmart has it. And if you want the, oh, they have a PlayStation VR bundle here for uh, Iron Man, which comes with it was three hundred fifty bucks. So you know it, it's definitely it's definitely an investment. Whatever way you look at it, you're spending roughly about. You're spending eight hundred to a thousand dollars, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars, whatever way you want to look at it. If you already got a PlayStation, if you're buying a PlayStation Board, if you got one, the investment's about a thousand bucks. So it's cheaper than getting into it on the PC side because you can buy a very low end crap PC that may or may not play this for about six hundred dollars, and they may be able to get lucky and get a. I don't think you're gonna get a nine seventy video card in there, but you know, it's just uh, and and I've always thought of this as a gimmick, you know, and I still think of it as a gimmick. That's why I don't have it bought. You know, it's a gimmick, and the games are the biggest driving factor for me. Every time I see a cool VR game, it's like I said, it's like, oh, this one's only for HTC, or this one's only for (laughs) Oculus, or PlayStation VR. You know, 
Resident Evil Biohazard, PlayStation VR only, you know, uh, Fallout 4, HTC only. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Come on, these games that I want to play, it's just like there's so many exclusives out there that I'm not going to buy two. I'm not going to – I won't buy two VR headsets like I would buy an Xbox and a PlayStation. I just won't do it. No, and I agree with that. But now I don't think it's a gimmick. I really don't. I think they're evolving in enough to where they're 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 they've jumped the hurdle of gimmick. I I have the PlayStation VR. I uh, just got my son uh, super hot, and you know, being a good father, I had to make sure that this thing worked properly once I've installed it. You know, good daddy there, and holy crap, it's it's a blast. It's you know. I mean, I'm just talking about this one game. I've played some others that are good, but this game makes me think, wow, VR is more than a gimmick. VR is really cool. Um, but one thing uh, everybody's talked about, uh, you know, they brought up games. You brought up technology behind it, the cost. One other factor we got to consider, though, is space. you got to have moving room to play these dang things. My son's a little feller, so he doesn't need that much. But when I play it, I'm tripping over crap. Uh, so you gotta you gotta donate, you know, an eight by eight square, you know, play area to play uh, VR, or at least with uh, the PlayStation. Now the Oculus Rift, or uh, yeah, Quest, excuse me. Now that one there, you know, I don't know, I don't know enough about the the way that one works to discern how much uh, space you need but vr with wires you gotta have you gotta have play space that is for sure you know the playstation vr that's one of the things that annoys me the most is the camera and the reason why that annoys me is depending on who's playing you have to adjust the camera yep. and sometimes getting that camera in the right spot to where it doesn't say you're out of focus can be super super annoying um, I, you know, my kids play the VR mostly and, you know, my son's taller than my daughter. And when my daughter plays, I have to like put it down more. And when my son plays it, to make it a little bit taller. And yeah, it, exactly what you said, Shane, you need to have the space. You can't put it in your, you know, I mean, most, depending on your, some of our game rooms are kind of smaller rooms or we have like big recliners or, you know, whatever that we sit in and play games in and you can't have that. You know, because my VR is in my, my living room where I have the couch on one end of the area and the TV on the other side. And that's where I had to set up the VR because that's the most area that people can go in and play. And, yeah, I mean, VR has to get to – there's a few things, I think, with with VR that they have to get to. One is no wires. And the second – because, I mean, the PlayStation VR, that's, the one, that's also the one thing I hate about the VR is that – stinking wire going from the back of your headset to the PlayStation. That is a that gets in the way so many times when you're playing certain games, especially when you're playing like Beat Saber. I don't know how many times I've sat there and played Beat Saber. Beat Saber's fun. I love Beat Saber. But there are times where you'll be going in and you're playing Beat Saber and you're in into the groove and you're and you're you know playing the song and hitting the blocks and everything with your with your heads uh, with your uh, controllers and stuff and you'll smack that chord. And it will either, you know, rip down the, you know, depending on your cord, how how much length you have in the cord, it'll either pull on your headset or rip down the little base that the VRP uh, PSVR hooks into, 
which I have my camera sitting on top of it. So then the camera falls off and it all falls apart and I have to pick it back up again or whatever, or the can or the cord just gets in your way and you end up missing a block or missing something because you hit the cord with your camera and your can and on the VR, uh, controller, uh, for PlayStation, it gets stuck on the cord and you have to like maneuver out of it, you know? So there are, I think cords is the one thing that VR needs to get rid of somehow, some way. Uh, wireless in some way that really works for VR and player space. If they can limit the pay- player space down to a really small area and get rid of cords and, and make it uh, again more affordable and, and easier to get into entry level, right? That's really going to make VR, I think, personally become more of a gimmick and more of a, 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 a less of a gimmick, I should say, and more into the main player base. Because even though VR has been around for a while, you only you have a niche market, right? You have a small market of players that play VR. You may have a lot of people now with the PlayStation VR that have a lot more VR headsets, but they still, I think, have all the games. That's why you don't see a lot of PS or, or VR games coming out like all the time, like they do regular games. Is because a lot of people just don't buy VR games. They'll buy one here or there, but they really want to play, and that's about it. And like Patrick was saying, yeah, you have to have, uh, you know, I don't like how they're bringing out games for certain VR headsets. You know, if they're going to bring out VR games, they should be able to be played on everything that we have. Well, no, you can't say that because you have to remember it's the exact same way on consoles. You can't play every game on every console. Right. Yeah, make, but VR. But you're trying to get adoption. A console. That's a. That's no, a that is true. It's but you're trying no, to get adoption. No, those VRs want, are consoles. They're not, if, except for the PlayStation. But the problem is, is that they're causing they're causing rift in the market to where people aren't going to get into the market to buy these games because mm-hmm. you have to have adoption from your player base. And if your player base goes, I want to play this game and I want to play that game and I want to play this game, and all three of them are on different platforms, they're going to go, screw all of you guys. I'm not buying any of your systems because I want to play. I want to play Half-Life and I want to play Fallout VR and I want to play, you know, all these other VR games that are only, you know, um, uh, Resident Evil VR. I want to play these games, but they're on three different platforms. I'm going to go, well, screw all of you guys. I'm not going to find any of your platforms because I can't play all these other games because it's only on the Oculus or only on, on PlayStation or only on, on, you know, on HTC. Cause I don't think there's anything that's really, I don't think I've seen anything that's really exclusive to the, uh, Valve Index yet. I mean, they're fairly new, but I think just about everything that can go to, to any, anyone will play on there, but there's, there's things that are only exclusive to, to Oculus and only exclusive to HTC and only exclusive to PlayStation. And I'm just like, well, I, am uh, not gonna buy it. And that's part of, that's part of my apprehension too. Like I said, I need a new computer, but, if I could get into it for PlayStation, but I could then know that I could play, you know, Half-Life Alex, I would probably buy it, to be honest with you. I got a PlayStation 4, and if I can spend another 300 bucks and get Half-Life Alex and play it, I would probably do it. But I can't because that one's, that one's exclusive to the HT, to the HT, to the, uh, to the, the HTC Index. one. Well, that's a, no, well, that's Valve. Well, well Valve, Valve makes Alex. Right, but Valve was in bed with HTC oh, until okay. they came out with the Index. So I think Half-Life Alex. I think you can play on both, right? right? I mean, Alex can play on a lot of different systems, a lot of different VR, uh, VR headsets. I thought Al- I thought Alex. No, Alex play is on Valve like the, only. 
It's no, much, I'm pretty sure. It's, no, it's Valve and HT because Valve and HTC used to be in bed with each other, yeah. and so and when they came out with the he, index, uh, Facebook they split. Uh, but so now Val, but basically Alex can only be played on the index and the HTC Vive, uh, from what I understand. Uh, okay. Basically, so yeah, but it can't. From what I see now, that's probably the game's been out for a while, but you're not playing it on PlayStation VR, you know. Right. So it looks like Alex can be played with. It can be played with the o- Oculus, but with the Oculus Rift series, which is their higher end series. Yeah. Uh, it can be played with the Quest, apparently, but with with tethered to a PC. Uh, the Valve Index, uh, Windows Mixed Reality, they're different ones, the Samsung Odyssey and stuff, and then all the Valve or Vive stuff, all the Valve, Vive uh, headsets apparently can play Alex. I didn't so, know Samsung had one. Yeah, yeah they have the Odyssey. Yeah. But, you know, one yeah, of the I mean, things, too, I don't know, is, you know that Microsoft has one, too? You know, Microsoft oh, has yeah, it's, Windows. It's augmented reality. It's not a virtual reality, right? Uh, Microsoft has the the mixed reality line. I can't yeah. remember what they called it, but they're VR headsets. Right. Yeah. They're they're more. I think they're more focused on uh, augmented reality, but they do yeah. do like the uh, Google VR. one. Yeah. Right. Like I've the got Google glasses. <laughs> I've got one of the actual. When Google came out with Google Cardboard. Right. We had we somehow won. I can't remember what how we got it. We actually have one of the the VR ones that uh, the the Google VR ones. I never use it. It sits on the shelf and never gets charged or played. Is that the one where you just slide oh, like, your phone in? Uh, it's the no, it's, the, it's, it's the, the cloth glasses, one. But the oh, card. <laughs> I don't have um, the cardboard one. Oh, you don't have the cardboard. Okay. I have the actual cloth one. That. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's the Daydream View. Mm. But it's not the cardboard one. It's the actual, right. like, it's like the actual expensive one. And I never, I use it as a gimmick. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You can do these different things in there. Then, you know, it was given to us as a, as like a, a, a winner thing. And I think it was a hundred dollars is what the cost of that thing was. Mm. Well, one of the mm-hmm. things, you know, when you were talking about Patrick about the the exclusivity thing, like they're making a new Medal of Honor. I love Medal of Honor. But it's only going to, and it's a VR game, but it's only going to be on Oculus. And, and again, that, that brings back that, you know, that sucks, you know, and kind of what you were talking about too, Shane was, you know, think of it as different consoles, but I don't, I don't think of VR as different consoles because you need a console to play said VR, right? Either you need a PlayStation or you need a PC that's compatible, but you do have the Oculus Quest that can play it on its own because it's all in one headset. But you need a different accessory. You know, if I go out and buy a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Switch, I don't need to buy a separate piece to make that thing work, right? And whereas VR, you do need to have that separate piece to make it work. So I don't look at it as a different console. I look at it as an accessory to said console or said hardware. You know, and it sucks that Medal of Honor, the new Medal of Honor, whether it's going to be good or bad, I don't know. It's going to be made by Respawn, which is a good developer. Yep. You know, it's only going to be on Oculus, so it's not going to be on PlayStation VR. Hopefully it comes to PlayStation VR at some point so I can play it. But right now it's going to be on Oculus, which I don't have. And unlike consoles, VR is a hefty investment, right? It's, it's buying the console and another – it's like buying two consoles. You, you know, to, yes. play the, to, to play the Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you need to buy another Xbox Series X to hook up to the Xbox Series X to play Xbox Series X, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. So, 
yeah, my brain it's a hurt huge, on that. <laughs> it's a huge price investment to really get into this stuff. And so, you know, and, and I think that's one of the, I think that's exactly what Patrick said. You know, I think it's one of the limiting factors of VR right now is you have those people that have invested in, let's say you invested in a PlayStation VR. You know, if, if Medal of Honor VR comes out for the Oculus Rift, how, 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 Opt are you to go? Oh, now I'm gonna go. I already have a VR headset. Now I'm gonna go buy another one just to play this. You're not going to, right? I mean, because then you have to have a PC that can support that. So do you have a, a PC that supports that? Well, no, I don't. Okay, well now I gotta go buy another PC, and then you're like, ah, just forget it. So I think it's a little bit more. So I, I do agree that, in my sense, that right now it's just a gimmick. It, it's definitely more. You know, like I said, 3D TVs, I thought were a gimmick and they turned out to be that way, right? I mean, they still sell them, nope. but I don't, people don't, I don't buy think them. you can buy a 3D TV anymore. I, 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 that, I think someone still sells Sony, them. Sony or Samsung, one of them nope. still has. Samsung one. does not have one because I remember when I and bought my latest Sony. TV, I was looking at 3D TVs and, and they, they've stopped making them. I was glad I waited a year because they, they stopped making them the year that I bought it because it was a dying technology. Do they still even put out 3D movies anymore? I mean, that's true. I mean, do you, yeah, do that you I don't know. Movies coming out anymore? I don't. I don't you don't even hear about it. At, yeah, you don't even hear about that at the theater anymore. Right. Uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe Avatar two and three when they come out, they'll probably be a little inspired again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I but, still you know, have I still I have my my 3D TV and uh, it's Samsung uh, Plasma blah 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 top of the line you know ten years ago. And I still love it. I still will pop in a movie and because it does a 3D conversion. And I'll sit and watch, uh, you know, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens and just have a ball with it. Hey, I'm sure there's some people that still have LaserDisc and they love it. <laughs> but it's a dying technology that didn't so, take off. Hey, get off my so, VHS. So I just had to look it up here. 3D TV ceased to be manufactured since 2016. So we're four years in and there's no more. Four years later. There's no 3D TVs. 3D movies are are still being put out, but not as often. So basically, yeah. it looks like 3D TVs are dead. And I thought that was a gimmick too. I remember going in there and seeing that you had to get these glasses that plugged in, and mm. you know, and all this stuff. And the glasses that were at like Best Buy to go try it were all a big. Bre- they were breaking because so many people put them on and tried to use that. And I can only imagine, you know, what the gel on your face sweat all yeah, over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Or where those people's grubby hands have been that's touched that and put it on their face. And I'm like, I don't know oh, yeah. on my face. But you <laughs> a lot know, of these smell like Cheetos. Right. But you know, so that you know, that's one of the things. I mean, T V technology's moved in a different direction, so we're not getting a lot of three D TVs anymore. Um you know, it's pretty much a dead technology. And 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 it's it's just because I think a lot of timing. But outside of that, back to the VR topic, I I, I agree with Nick one hundred percent. These exclusivities are killing the 3d market because if uh, that's one of the reasons why i haven't VR. to take the leap what's that i said the vr market. you said the 3d market. oh yeah I mean, sorry the vr yeah the <laughs> vr market so in my opinion nick is completely correct and they they are killing themselves because i want to play fallout vr i want to play resident evil vr i want to play alex and i want to play all this stuff but i if i'm going to make the Fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar PC investment to play this. I want to make sure that I can play everything I want. I don't want to go. Well, that's only coming out on PlayStation VR. I'm like, well, screw that. I'm not buying a 
350 to $400 PlayStation VR headset when I just invested 1500 to two grand in a computer and VR setup that I can play, uh, you know? So I, th- I think that, I think that it's going to stay gimmicky because they're going to kill the market themselves. I, think I that they really will. don't. Yeah. I really don't think so. I really don't. I think VR is going to continue to evolve. Uh, one thing I think that really ruins the, probably the main thing that ruins VR for me and, and Russ, you're about my age. So you'll remember the movie, uh, uh Lawnmower Man. That we're movie. Not all, we're not that yeah. Young. We're not. Yeah. I was just saying, <laughs> you I got, was, you were 10 years younger. Than I you remember Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man and. John yeah, but you watched. Remember the old World War II movie, you know, it was in black and white. <laughs> I think yeah, but I'm sure we've that all movie that. was like, oh my god, VR is amazing, and there were some malls uh, that had like little VR kiosks set up where that. they were slightly close to them. Uh, the mall up here had one for boxing. Uh, my brother threw up because he got nauseous. It was freaking hilarious. Um, so there's, uh, you know. But that's the VR that I want us to progress to, but with better graphics. I mean, you know, I, I want to, I want to be able to, um, uh, I know a long while back, some dude put like a 360 treadmill and was playing like Call of Duty or something in VR with this thing. That's what I want. I want full immersion. That so is virtual reality. I, I remember when I was a kid and we went to like some type of fair when I lived in Florida and they had this VR thing that you could try for 20 bucks. For like, I can't remember. It wasn't my. I was too young to remember, you know, stuff like this. But it was twenty dollars in the nineties to try this thing out when I was probably like twelve or thirteen or something like that in the early nineties. And and my dad paid twenty bucks for me and twenty bucks for my brother to play this co-op or not co-op, but a versus game. And it was in VR and it had a walking platform on it, you know. So you could basically stand on it and you could walk and run and you just had a gun in your hand and you know you shot at each other and that's that's the game. It was like a versus type thing. And yes, I that was my cool. Played that too. I remember yeah. being there and I didn't play it, but they played it and I watched them because you could they had TV screens where you could you could see watch what they were them. doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you could still do that. Like if you go to like uh, what they got these adventure places in the mall and stuff around here where your kids can pay 20 bucks and play all day type place. They have VR in there and it's kind of similar, except for they don't move. They stand in one spot and kind of turn circles and stuff. And, mm. you know, they, they play those versus games. I just, it still seems to gimmick to me because, I mean, that was a gimmick back in when you had the, what was it? The old, uh, what was the Game Boy one that came out? The virtual, the, no, virtual, virtual boy, boy. Yeah, with the red lines and crap. I mean, yeah, I that's still, they've been, they've been trying to make, Virtual reality a thing since the 80s and 90s. I just don't think that they're ever going to make it happen. The same thing with 3D movies. I mean, I, I will see a 3D movie before I'll buy a 3D thing, a 3D game. But, you know, to me, for the most part, 3D is still a gimmick. I will see a 3D movie, yes. But, you know, 3D movies used to be the red and blue glasses. Or you could read a comic book in 3D because it had the red and blue, which offset the colors of the lines. So it looked like it was three-dimensional. And now you got the the glasses that are... The tent is different in each side, so it pulls like a 3D image into your mind, into your brain, based off the images of the and the flickering of the screen. So, you know, it's it's a gimmick that you know. I guarantee you that three the movie theaters still make more money on non 3D movies. That's why they only have one theater that shows 3D movies out of their 11 11 multiplexes. You know, so right. I, and I think video, I think games until they can get away of this exclusivity. 
And like you said, Nick, the mo- the cords and everything, and the headsets are uncomfortable after like an hour or two. No matter what they do, they're just uncomfortable. Yeah, get rid of the cords, and the price has to come down because to me, they're they're an accessory to my gaming my gaming setup. So I don't spend three hundred dollars on an accessory for my Xbox. I buy a sixty dollar, seventy dollar controller for my computer. Uh, the most expensive accessory for my computer is my freaking monitor, you know, and, and I don't. Do I need to spend, I guess, a monitor and a headset? You know, those are my expensive things, but I'm not spending $400 uh, for those items usually. So the right. VR is a, is, a, is a high-end gamer thing right now, I think, for PC anyway. And PlayStation, you know, you just got a budget to buy a second console. <laughs> right. And, it, yeah, it is exactly that. You know, and like I was saying with the console stuff, it, you know, those players that go out and buy uh, – PSVR or an HTC Vive or an Index, Valve Index or whatever, that's all they're going to buy, right? They're not going to go out. It's unlike consoles, you know, you could go out and buy a PlayStation and then buy an Xbox and then buy a Switch. But you're not going to go out and spend $1,000 or so on the HTC Vive and then turn around and spend another $1,000 on a Valve Index. Right <laughs> or three or four hundred dollars well, on remember, a PSVR. There are people that have that money that are doing. There that's are, why those, but again, that's why those companies are still around. Right, but again, it's still a gimmick, right? You're not getting that big player base. You're getting those few people that can spend that investment, and that's who the people that they're pushing this stuff out to, right? Until, like Patrick said, until it gets to the price point of where. Um, people can easily afford this stuff and where most, if not all, VR experiences are in one place, you know, whether it be spread out between models, right? But they're all, you know, everything that you can play here can be played there, whether it be, you know, lower resolution or whatever they need to do. You're not going to have those people go out and spend that investment. It's too expensive for them, right? It's, it's expensive enough to go about and buy a console. It's another exp- or or PC. It's, it's another expense to then buy another console or another PC. You're basically doing that uh, if you want to invest in VR. So yeah, it is right now. It's a gimmick. I, I and, and I agree with Shane. I hope it becomes more than that. I think VR is really cool. Playing the v- PSVR I wasn't sold on on VR, but playing the PSVR, it's a really cool experience. And there's some really cool games, and it's fun. It really is. And I hope it becomes something more than just a gimmick. I think right now it is just a gimmick. But I really hope it becomes something more than that. You know, and Microsoft has something with their, you know, I think, you know, nowadays I'm not for sure, but at the time when when Microsoft was talking about their augmented reality, I thought that was going to be what, it was going to eventually turn into, you know, because Microsoft, and I think they still have it, where they have the augmented reality glasses, where they basically, you can walk around, like, you know, a downtown area, and you look at a sign for Luigi's Pizza, right, and it tells you the reviews and things. It basically connects to the Internet and tells you, like, hey, they have four out of five stars, and these are the reviews, and, you know, or I need to walk from here to there, how long does it take? And it shows you on the ground through the glasses. Uh, yeah, oh, Google well, Glass. Yeah, you know, yeah. Google Glass or, or Microsoft's augmented reality. Like, it shows you, just like, you know, Google Maps, 
that little trail line and where to go and how to get there. And I thought that was really cool, you know, or it gives you weather updates or things like that. The things that people are creating with like mirrors that basically show them updates, news and things like that, like almost like a, a tablet, but it's an actual full length mirror, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like that's the kind of the way that that software is heading towards and VR could definitely get there if they make some changes or if they, if they advance in their technology where they don't have uh, the limitations they have now, right? With chords, playroom, the exclusivity uh, issues, you know, an all encompassing one area that has everything that you need and, and is a cheap price point and, and really entry level for everyone to get into. So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't have VRs that would love to have them, but it's just too expensive of a market to get into right now. That's me. I would love to try it. I have not played a single game on the HTC, on the Index, on the PlayStation VR. I've not played a single current next gen, uh, a current generation of anything VR game. Because I quite frankly don't want to put myself through that if I can't afford that because it's one of those things where I want it. I know that I would want to try it and to play it, but I'm just not willing to make the, the money investment into put, building a PC that can play, that can basically handle the HTC or the, or the, uh, the Valve one or even the Oculus, you know, for that matter. I just, I just can't afford to build a system and then go ahead and turn around and throw another thousand dollars at something like that. Because what'll end up happening is is that I'll be able to build the PC one year and have to turn around and wait another year to get the the VR headset. And by that point, maybe my computer can no longer handle that VR headset. So I I mean, and there's a reason why I don't play. I have not played VR games anywhere because I don't want to put myself through wanting one of those and making it worse to where I'm like I just gotta have this. And even though that I'm gonna, I have to put myself in an awkward position to buy one. Well, next time we do board game night here nope. at the house, nope. I'm gonna shove you. On, I'm gonna put you in Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> nope, I will not because I don't want to. I don't want to get into something that I'm not gonna be able to 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 afford because my next purchase is gonna be a PlayStation Four or a PC, PlayStation Five. Excuse me. When whenever they sell, whenever they come back on sale, whenever they restock and everything, you know, I got an Xbox uh, Series X, but I want to get a PlayStation Five. So that I can have that ready to go for their exclusives, uh, you know. So that, that I'm already dropped. But see, there we go. I'm dropping, you know. I got a PlayStation, an Xbox, and I'm gonna get a PlayStation. So there is nine hundred dollars. I'm dropping a thousand dollars on consoles, but I'm getting two different consoles with a vastly different library to some extent, and and a large library for each. Whereas VR, the library isn't that. I mean, there's a decent amount of games, but it's not that extensive to where it can warrant me spending $500 on each different headset. Yeah, so, I can understand that. But, uh, but I think I think I see VR uh, continuing to grow and change. Um, I don't see it uh, mainstream household anytime soon. But I do see, I see in the next 15 years, it's going to be a lot better. I think it's going to be a lot more immersive. Uh, I don't think it's gonna get cheap though. I really don't. Well, we all need to. We all need to get it. Well, I guess we'll be living in like the world of existence. I don't know if you guys saw that movie where everybody plugs in the the console to their spinal cord and it <laughs> they play a VR game. Yeah, I remember that. God, that's that's ooh, that's that's B movie. 
That's existence. That's, that, that's that, what we're going to get. That we're might all be more of a C movie. <laughs> or what's... Uh, uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched, but like Stargate, they had the episode where the entire population of this world was in like a virtual reality system where they just lived there. They didn't live in the real world. They just all lived in this virtual reality system and, and were in pods. Didn't they have like a Star Trek episode like that? Maybe. I remember Stargate was one I remember it from for some reason. where They just came into this world and they sat in one of these pods and it warped them in there and they couldn't figure out how to get people out. <laughs> it's funny because that's all like uh, modern times, but then when they go, it to be like the Matrix. Yeah, they all go into the VR world, and it's like back living in the in the the feudal times and stuff. I'm just like, what? I would want to go to the future, not the past. If I was doing VR I like that, <laughs> or Westworld. <laughs> Westworld, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> be like, be like, I'm gonna go. I'll take those hookers, and I'm going over there. And then I'm going to shoot me some of these bad guys over here. <laughs> Just live out your world, Wild Wild West fantasy, huh? Yeah. Where's Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> Wild right. Wild West with Will Smith. So, uh, yeah, VR is definitely something that I want, but I can't afford. And I don't know when any time that I will be able to afford. Maybe, maybe if something better happens for PlayStation or even Microsoft in the next year, maybe I can do something like that. But it doesn't seem like Microsoft's too interested in the VR sphere right now uh, for for when for Xbox. I don't I don't understand that to be honest. Why Microsoft's not in there? Because they have two platforms that they could sell on. They could sell one headset that works on a PC and uh, an Xbox. So why don't they do that? You know. But they just need to get in with one of the already current, you know, VR. Like Oculus. Yeah, yeah, like Oculus yes. or something. You know. Yeah. Right. Now I believe Oculus originally was developed over at ZeniMax, and they did just buy them. So maybe that's something that could come into fruition. I mean, that's it's something that I haven't heard from them, and they seem to be an outlier. And like I said, I have not, we haven't seen anything yet, but the PlayStation 5 was just announced uh, for price and purchase and all that stuff. We knew it's been coming, but they've not really talked a whole lot about the accessories outside of the, you know, the controller and stuff like that. So Well, they have new cameras coming. So, I, I, I mean, I know they're going to end up with a PlayStation VR 2 because it's sold, it's sold fairly well from what I've understood. Well, like I said, you know, it's one of those things that we'll just see what happens with that. But, uh, you know, we don't, we don't know a whole lot about what they're going to do with the VR for the PlayStation 5. At least I've not heard anything. Um, but, you know, a PSVR 2 is probably in the works for them. Uh, but it's like your PlayStation, you know, so I don't have a PlayStation VR. Does your PlayStation VR have a headset or do you have to use your own supplied headset? For like, it has a headset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the PlayStation yeah. VR comes with little earbuds that are attached to it. So, I mean, the sound can come from the TV if you wanted that, or you can put the earbuds that are attached to the VR headset into your ears and the sound will come out of that. Well, I mean, for, for VR, you want immersion, so I don't know why you would want sound from your TV, because unless you just have a sur- an awesome surround sound built into your house, it's going to be hard to... <laughs> well, to, I mean, the, the problem with that, though, is there's not a lot of... This is the other problem with PlayStation VR, is there's not a lot of games that are immersive, and maybe VR in general, right? I haven't played some of the ones on PC, but a lot of the ones on PSVR are not really that immersive. I mean, because you're... You know, kind of like what Shane said, you don't have that track that you're moving your character in. So you're having to use the controller to move, even the move controller, to move your character from one place to the other. 
So you're kind of having to take your play your, yourself out of that experience to figure out, okay, I, I need to press this button to move my character here. And then, you know, which I, I can understand that because moving your character independently, which some games have done, it's almost uh, vomit inducing, right? Just because of the movement. Yeah. Now the um, now the game like Doom, Doom VR is is done uh, very well. Uh, you have uh, a few different options, but the teleporting option is basically the the coolest way to play the game. Really, uh, I think it eliminates uh, not completely for some people, but it does knock down quite a bit of nausea doing the teleporting. Because it's just you know, right. flash boom, flash boom, super hot. It is uh, to me, it feels very immersive, but it's only because of the style of game it is. It's a shooter game, but it's plays out more like puzzle solving. You have to find patterns and you have to make the right decisions to succeed through each level. Uh, I will say this: I think uh, we got a ways to go still, but. I do see VR making uh, making a continuous uh, stride to become more lawnmower man, hopefully without the psychosis and murder. <laughs> uh, but I really see it uh, uh, being a part of the future at some point. I'll probably be too damned old by the time it gets here. But hey, I'm willing to you know jump in. Yeah, they may have the pods by the time it comes out, so you just lay in the pod and. You just go into VR. You know, it's like sleeping in a bed. Like, it's like, like playing, Assassin's Creed. Like, yeah, or or SAO, you know, start Sword Art yeah, Online or something like that, you know, that type yeah. of stuff where you basically just put on this helmet and it, like, integrates with your brain waves and puts you in the game type stuff. I mean, I do enjoy watching uh, YouTube videos on, like, online VR games. Like, I watch a lot of Merp TV. I don't know if you guys watch him, but he's hilarious playing, like, Playing like uh, Half Life Alex and stuff like that, and just different games. That dude's hilarious. It just makes me want to play even more when he's playing these games. I've um, watched but... very minimal gameplay of Half Life Alex because I want to just experience it myself. I know but, one but of these have, days, but you I'll have a plan. To... <laughs> That's what I say. By the time you get to have a plan to play it, it's going to be like Half Life freaking, you know. Zeta or something like that, you know, it's going to be like... They'll have Alex, Alex Jr. 5 out yeah. there, you know, by the time I get to play it. But one of these days, I will get to play it. I've, I've already wait. said that I'm not going to get to play it, so I'm like, I just watch the videos, <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to play this so bad, but I just can't afford it. Because it's not, you know, I can't play it on the PlayStation, so, you know, that, that game's yeah. out for me. If they came and, out with the PlayStation version, that's what I want. I want it to come to PlayStation. And I want it to come to PlayStation because I want to play it, you know. And they have the VR headset. I don't care if they have to, like, trickle down. You know, they got the independent moving fingers, which the PlayStation doesn't have. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I can use my fist, right? <laughs> Whatever. I can move things around like that. Just bring it to the PlayStation because I already have one of those, and I really want to play Alex. Right. So I think I, I, I'm surprised that Russ hasn't figured out a way to, to get, get that so he can play Half-Life Alex, you know, with his obsession with Half-Life. I really am surprised that he hasn't broken down some doors to get a get a PlayStation VR. Well, because mostly the one that's worth the purchase to truly enjoy the game is a thousand dollars. I mean, that's if if you're going to enjoy a game like that, it's it's like it's like if you're going to go out for steak, you're not going to go to Applebee's for steak. 
you're going to go to a steakhouse. I mean, it's the same basic principle. I mean, I I've like been Applebee's. I've been, I've been, and that's because <laughs> yeah. you're 817 years old. Um, he eats at the uh, carriage but, house cafeteria. <laughs> exactly, but more importantly, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been pretty blessed in my life to be able to, like, for example, I've actually been able to to use an F-16 fighter simulator, an actual no joke. While I was in the Air Force, I got to go spend time in the simulator. Uh, and, you know, it's not a VR experience, but it's about as close as you can get to it. VR has been developed for years now for medical and for military. And, and like, I bet you if we could get our hands on one of those military setups, I mean, it would be like, okay, this isn't such a gimmick. But that's, again, those are government funded. Those are, those are projects as it comes out to the, to the civilian sector. Those, the things are going to improve. Uh, again, I think, I think me and Patrick's had the, oh my gosh, I think we've debated a thousand times, like, what is the most awesome setup? Like, you know, like the guys that have the car setups, the full car ramp ups or the full, uh, yeah, cockpits uh, on yeah, hydraulics. Cockpits. Yeah. And, and everything like that, you know, I mean, I, I think, you know, for us, if we won the lottery, we probably would have the best of the best, you know, but until it becomes more affordable, less gimmicky, for the average Joe, we're gonna enjoy, we're as a group us we'll we'll enjoy it from afar. Not to say that those that have money and, and those that, that don't have it aren't enjoying it. Maybe they are, but it's still if it, if it was a different level of performance for these items, we might be able to spend that money. Um, but the the performance for what you're paying uh, isn't quite there yet. It, not that it's a gimmick. I, I know everybody's been saying it's a gimmick is a gimmick, but I think it's like the perfection of the, of the, of the hardware. It's like, I mean, you know, we didn't go from Atari to PlayStation five, we went from Atari to Sega to so forth and so on. I think we're right now in the Nintendo versions, the, the original, uh, you know, Nintendo versions of VR. And maybe in the future we might be, clamoring to pre-order so I, I don't have 40 more years to wait though so yeah it, it, and we may not we may not maybe our children we may with i'll be looking to make it through the year and listen to this and say oh okay well now it's time to buy a vr system just just for grandpa or something like that so right, but yeah. in any case you know that's that's my feelings but I, i've been sitting here listening to you guys and, and i agree with generally everything you're saying gimmick versus versus you know the reality of it, but they are making strides. And I think if, if they're able to have a medical profession, be able to practice surgeries using virtual reality, I, I'm assuming that within the next few years, we're going to see a leap and bound. Uh, I think we will see it before our 80th birthdays. Well, it better hurry up because it's shooting up here quick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, we all we've all seen the video, I, I, the medical videos. I think Shane's played the proctologist VR as many times as he wants, you know, until he's green in the face with it, you know. <laughs> the dirty glove version, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, definitely, I want to play it, and if I could afford it, I would play it. But I don't have the thousand to two thousand dollars worth of discretional income to buy those items. If I did, I would probably own it. To be honest with you, if I could afford to just say. $1,000 doesn't mean that much to me, and I could buy it for a game, for a gimmick. Because uh, right now, I mean, PlayStation VR has less than, 
it has about half a dozen or less title or not PlayStation VR, but VR in general has about half a dozen titles that I really just want to play. So to me, it's not worth the thousand to two thousand dollar investment to play those games if I want to play them on PC or you know if I want to do the PlayStation VR eight hundred to thousand dollar investment. I just don't have that kind of money to throw at it. And and the PlayStation has like two or three games that I want to play, and to me that's not worth the three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty dollar investment for three games. So it's really a cost value for me. And I mean, Oculus has been in business. I think they're kind of like the forefront, as Russ was saying earlier. They've been in business since like 2016. So four years. And, you know, there's not that many games for four years worth of development on some VR platforms. The game list is not that expansive, uh, in my opinion. So it's hard for me to justify that kind of money. No. So I guess we, we can all just pool our money together, and what we'll do is. We'll- <laughs> We'll be like, it can spend two days at your house, and then two days at your house, and two days at your house, and then we'll have to add an extra day to the week somehow and make two days at your house for a full week. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so four weeks in a month? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd be like, like, you get it for a week, and then it comes and lives with daddy for a week, and then you go live with your other daddy for a week. <laughs> and it's My the, God, it's, that's a lot of daddies. <laughs> it's the VR system with four daddies. That's about the only way that I feel I'm going to get to play any of this stuff is be like, all right, guys, we're going to have to pull our $2,000, 500 bucks each, and you get one week a month with it. Oh, God. Explain <laughs> that to my wife. <laughs> be like, I, I just invested 500 bucks, and I'll see it once a week. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be like the uh, the like, divorce drop like kids. Yeah, it'll be the divorce drop off. We're gonna meet at the police station, and I'll hand it over to you at two p.m. And then the Nick's gonna meet you next Sunday at two p.m. So he can pick it up. And then Russ is getting in next Sunday, the Sunday after that at two p.m. And then I'll be back the Sunday after that at two p.m. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a holiday schedule. It'll be like, it'll be like, all right, this Christmas is Nick's. Next Christmas is mine. Yeah. Yeah, who gets it for Christmas? <laughs> uh, that'd be about the only way I'm going to be able to do this. And I think probably after about two or three months of us moving the PC and the the gear from one place to the next, it'll probably just fall apart in our hands. It'll end up staying yeah. else at that point. Exactly. Or like some, uh, uh, Nick, it's your turn. I'm like, I, 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 I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to pick it up. You know. like, like Shane, why is this controller sticky? Well, there was this website. Yeah, because that, that's what's going to end up happening. Somebody's he expanded gonna... his horizons. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. We'll have to make rules where you cannot look at virtual reality porn in this headset. It's communal. We don't need a communal disease. <laughs> that's so. right. And you so, got to wipe the sweat off the dang right. pads on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's probably about the only way that I'm going to give VR in the next five or ten years, to be honest. If something like that happened where they came out with VR share or something. But, you know, I really hope that they would – it will come down in price and we'll stick around. I mean, I I don't know how much I would play it. Uh, you know, listening to Nick and Shane, you guys have the VR, it doesn't sound like you guys play it that often. So I'm kind of wondering if, if it really would be a wise investment for me as myself playing it, you know, because if you guys aren't playing it that often, how would I would probably play through my three games in PlayStation VR and then would I pick it back up again? I already don't play my PlayStation nearly enough because I only play it for exclusives. So yep. maybe it's get me playing my PlayStation more, but then it's got to make me play 
my PlayStation enough for two PlayStations. <laughs> I probably play the PSVR. Uh, the last, uh, it's probably been a month or longer since the last time I personally played it. And At least kids, once a week. And they play it almost daily. But yep, for me, it's probably been a month or longer. Right, and and it may be something that if if the price goes down on it. Uh, cause my, my daughter's gonna inherit my PlayStation 4 when I get a PlayStation 5. Maybe I'll get it for her and then I can do what Shane does and be the, the good father who has to test it out to make sure it's okay for their kid. Yep. Now Beat Saber though, I will play that. I cannot let my kid play Beat Saber because Beat Saber to me is how all these girls are trying to put themselves through college nowadays. That's why I keep telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> cause everywhere you turn, on YouTube, on Twitch, is just these half naked girls playing Beach Saber. Half 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 hey, naked Beach well endowed. I guess. But half naked, well endowed women playing Beat Saber is all you see on these channels anymore and you're just like, Okay. Uh I, that's one I don't need anymore. <laughs> so, that that yeah. is true. There is a lot of that out there. But Beat Beat Saber is a lot of fun. I, I enjoy Beat Saber. Beat Saber is one of those ones that I can Hop in and be, yeah, BC was one of those ones that I could just hop in and play, you know, a couple hours and just have a lot of fun with. It, it, it's a really fun game and it's yeah, oh, it's yeah. just it's a lot of fun. It, gotcha. It's it's one of those ones that you know, it's like it's like you know back in the day playing Guitar Hero and or Rock Band. You know that I I still love Rock Band and still love Guitar Hero. They don't make them anymore. I think the last one they made was what Rock Band Live or whatever. Or no, yeah, uh, a few Guitar years Hero. Back came out. Yeah, it was. Well, I have for PlayStation Four with the with the guitar, and you know it's okay. It's not the you know Guitar Hero Live is not the Guitar Hero we used to know, and Rock Band hasn't been around since I don't know whatever. But I remember back in the day with Rock Band, I used to go over to a buddy's house and we would have the person to play the drums and the guy to play the bass and the guy to play the guitar and the person that sang and we would play that all night long <laughs> and that was so much fun so i wish they would come back with rock band i think that's where i'm getting at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a four-man band here somebody can play that's lead, right bass, it was guitar, so much fun and I got even, harmonica. The, even the singing was like you know because it would try to like you know, I mean, it would do some, like, manipulation with your voice to make it sound good, you know, because, you know, you can't sing with the crap. But it would make it, make no, it sound good in the game. The Just, well, I'm an auto-tune it. for you. Yeah, an <laughs> auto-tune for you. It would be like T-Pain in there, you know. So uh it was, you know, I, yeah. That, that would be that would be actually kind of cool if they made, like, a rock band VR or or a, uh, a Guitar Hero VR. That would be pretty cool. I right. pat yeah. that. <laughs> we're all you know, be like darn it put on some pants we're playing playstation vr rock band <laughs> yeah everybody put in your hits we're all, we're all in a virtual world together and you're like dude i thought you told you to put on pants <laughs> you wouldn't know until you took the vr headset off right <laughs> i'd be like oops i thought i did put on pants i was playing the flute <laughs> <laughs> so so oh. VR is, like I said, VR is outside of the price range for me. And I, and I don't consider that, you know, I consider that I, I bring in decent money, but it's just outside of my realm. Uh, VR in general is outside of my realm of expense. I'm a little bit of a frugal person to some extent, but 
I don't I don't think VR is priced for the masses outside of PlayStation VR. And VR Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift is expensive. Or, sorry, not Rift Quest. Apologize. But Quest can only play very limited games unless you plug it into your PC and let it do it. But then you have you require a high end PC. Right, oh. and the games you want to play with Quest are more are more likely the games that you want to that is going to require you to plug into a PC. Right, or that it won't play. I mean, because, you know, I haven't heard. I, you know, I looked into some of the Oculus stuff, but I'm not sure that Oculus Quest would play Half-Life Alex. It, I mean, you have to have a decent computer is what I – because then it passes off all the processing, the GPU, uh, and all that stuff. So right, I, mean, I think it does, but I think you have to tether it to the computer. So the computer basically takes over. So really you need yes. a computer that can utilize so it. But then basically what ends up happening is instead of letting the software – and then the actual like Oculus Rift S, which has processing power built into it, you're getting less of a game. Well, the Quest has a processor in it too, but yeah. But it's not as beefed up. That's the whole reason. Right. It's so it's it utilizing doesn't... the processor within the Quest and your PC. So the, yeah, I imagine it's using a lot of the GPU power rather than you know. Right. So, so but that's what I'm saying is that it's just it's I don't know. I'm one of those persons that if I want to buy something, I want it to do what I want it to do, and I don't want to be—I don't want to dip my toe halfway in. I just want to jump in and get to what's going to pl- that I can play, you know. So when I look at it, I'm like, do I buy this $300 Quest that can do some stuff, but not what I want to do because I want to play the the big dog games, uh, you know. I know that it does like it does like what they call the Oculus Link. I think is what it was. It, it's just a dumbed down version. The, the LCD display is also has less resolution. The rehearse, the refresh rate's lower. It's just a. It's basically like saying the Series X versus the Series S. I'm not ever gonna buy the Series S. I'm gonna always buy the Series X. So I'm gonna have to buy the Rift S, which is. I mean, it's it's affordable if you want to look at it that way. It's four hundred dollars. But that's just for like I think the headset. I don't. I'm not. Uh, that may be with the con- controllers the and everything. The Quest too. is the Quest Two is a poor man's VR. Yeah, basically what it is. The Rift S is four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but it basically is you know it's not going to give you everything of like the Rift uh, the Oculus Rift will. I think know? for the Quest and the Quest Two, I think for what that's Facebook, right? Is that the Oculus, Oculus, Oculus Facebook. Yeah. yeah. That's just basically them trying to get into the market, right? And trying to get people into the market. They they come out with a $300 or $200 or however much it is for the Quest 2. And like I said, it's a poor man's VR. It's, it's a way to get into that environment without having to have the soft, the hardware or the software and having an all-in-one encompassing uh, headset that can do it all. Right. And, you know, can it play Half-Life Alex or these other or the VR games that you really want to play? No. But is it a cheap alternative to get into VR if you really just want to play VR for just the sake of playing VR? Then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a perfect opportunity for that. And I think that's the market they're trying to get into is those people that and it's maybe maybe it's just to get the people into uh, into VR. So they can then turn around and go, well, I really like that, and I want to buy the more expensive version, right? And so they go to the, the Oculus S or whatever it is that the Facebook has as the more expensive Oculus. 
Yeah, right, they can do more. Right. So then they go into that, right? And so it's just kind of an entry level to get you into wanting to play VR. And I think that's the whole point of the quest. The quest is a cool idea. I like the all-in-one encompassing VR headset. I think that's actually, I think that's the way to go, right? Mm-hmm. In the end, I think that's the way to go because people don't want to invest in a, a thousand or two thousand dollar computer and then a thousand or two thousand dollar headset, right? They want one thing that does everything, right? They all, everyone wants that one and all thing, right? So if they could make a headset that is that one and all thing, and I think that's where the quest is going with that idea. And if other companies kind of jump on board with that, maybe you can then have a thousand dollar headset that does do it all. And I right. think there would be more people would jump into that uh, pool than the people that say, well, I got to buy this thousand dollar Rift and then a thousand dollar computer to run it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Rift. Yeah, I mean, I think probably the Oculus is probably the least powered unit uh, between like the HTC and the uh, the index. Obviously, by price, it better be right. I mean, at some point, you can't strap a computer to the side of your head. Something has to drive this hardware. I mean, you have to have somebody that's going to be able to push the graphics and push the, the the stuff. So at some point, you have to get there's a there's a trade off. You know, a headset that has its own processing and stuff built into it's going to be heavier than the one that doesn't. But you need that to play those games. So at some point, you know, you, I don't think you're going to get to wireless anytime soon. I mean, yeah, your phone's pretty small. They can do processing. But you're darn sure not going to play, like, a very high-end video game on it. They can do all the graphics fidelity that your computer can do. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm not strapping my ATX, my, my, my ATX form factor case with all the hardware in there on the side of my head. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on a backpack right. on my back or something, but, you know. <laughs> right. And Yeah, wireless, I don't know. You know, that seems like a long way off. But I think this all-in-one headset idea um, I think it could get there eventually, right? And even to the point, I mean, chipsets, hardware, things like that are getting smaller and smaller and, 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 and needing less room as time progresses, as technology advances. You know, you look at the trend of, uh, graphics cards, of internal, uh, motherboards and very. And, well, and I think graphics cards are bad. I, a bad thing to compare because well, they've got I nothing. Mean, they've got nothing but larger in the last. Gra- 10 graphics years. cards <laughs> have, but I think you know even the new like uh, GTX, uh, GTX uh, 3080 or whatever it is, the RTX. But it seems a little bit smaller than most graphics cards. More compact, right? They have that casing on the outside and the chipset on the inside, and that. You know, the cooler, the fan and the, the, the probably the heat sink, heat sink in there on the left hand side, more likely on the 3080. So I, you know, fundamentally things are getting smaller. That's the point I'm making is, is technology is getting smaller. And I think that's the whole point is, you know, even laptop, uh, GPU chipsets are getting better, right? And maybe you don't use a, a, a desktop chipset, but even the graphical uh, chipsets for laptops are getting up or are getting close up there to the high ends. Right. They're not quite there yet, but they're getting there. They're progressively getting better. 
So you could put a CPU GPU chipset in a VR headset that could basically, if not, you know, at some point bring out the same output graphically as a desktop PC. It's going to get there eventually. That's that's my whole stake in it. It's, it's going to get there eventually. I mean, I hope so, but I honestly think VR will die before it gets to that point because at a $1,000 price point for a good VR setup, it's just too expensive for most people. I mean, there's a whole reason why you have PC gamers and, and uh, like, console gamers right. that, that fight with each other because a PC, you could build a $1,000 PC that will put a console to shame, you know, right. uh, and it's been that way for years, you know, and the only thing is, is you're not going to build a $500 PC that's going to put that $500 console to shame because of the, the proprietary technology and the the uh, all the stuff that architectures that went together to make it work. I just I I I do not I do not see in all honesty that maybe I'm wrong. I do not see the VR situation getting better for them because there's too much infighting about who's getting exclusives. There's too much. This piece costs a thousand dollars. This one costs a thousand dollars, and this one costs three hundred dollars. What's the difference? Um, you know, unless you just take the time to learn, you're going to have a hard time determining which one that you really need or want. I think the only way that through that VR is going to take off in in more is if all consoles get on board with it. So right. if, if uh, Nintendo gets on board with it, Xbox gets on board with it, because PlayStation's already on board with it, they will help drive that market for games. Um, but neither one of those two, Nintendo or Xbox, seem to care about getting into VR. Xbox tried to get into, you know, like motion controls with the uh, – the connect and then they decided well we're done with this it's not what we it didn't it didn't pan out the way we wanted it to everybody kind of did that you know uh so i i hope that they that they strive and and they it gets a stronger market but i also want the price to come down i mean that thousand dollar htc vibe needs to be closer to 300 for me or 400 for me to be able to even to be able to think about it so if i get a high-end headset with it and a really good display and stuff like that. I can say I can see three to five hundred dollars, but no more than five hundred for me. I just can't see that. Right, and I see that. I agree with you in that aspect that VR is a is a teetering market, right? Is it going to prevail or is it going to die? I would have expected, you know, initially when VR came out, I would have expected it to die by now. Much like 3D TVs, <laughs> going back to that. <laughs> right. I would have expected it to die by now. I, I'm surprised that it's still going on. The, VR is cool. It is a cool aspect. It is a cool thing. But, again, it is a gimmick. I don't spend my, you know, when I go to go play a game or anything, VR is the last thing I think about playing. I and, think about playing whatever's fun. I, and I think that's right, why but even, I think that's why they've continued uh, to to progress uh, is well, because they they are doing uh, interesting things. Look at Half Life Alex. I mean, the game is just I mean amazing from all the reviewers. Now, granted, I haven't got to play it. Breaks my heart, but those are the things that have kept that going. Those are the things to me that say it's not a gimmick. It's uh, like Russ said. It's in the Nintendo phase of uh, growth, right? And I hope it. I hope it ends up being that way. You know, Half Life. You have to have strong developers, right? It's not just strong software. 
or hardware, sorry. But you also need strong software, right? Half-Life Alex is a perfect example of that. Yep. Uh, super the, hot. The more it proceeds, it will gain more software. Right. Super hot and things like that are, are really fun games. Beat Saber, super hot. Some of the other VR games you have. Astro Boy on PSVR is a really fun game. Does it need VR? I don't think so. I think it could have been a fun game on its own. Or Astrobot. Sorry, not Astro Boy. Astro Bot. <laughs> but Astro Bot's a really fun game. And Super Hot's a fun game, and some of the VR experiences are fun. But I don't find myself, when I go to play a VR game, and I think of it this way as a, it's a console game. If I go down and sit down and play some game on my Xbox or PlayStation, how much time do I spend playing it, right? So if it's PlayStation and I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, which we talked about not too long ago, I spent hours playing that game. Hours. Hours upon hours upon hours. Loved it. Played it. Continued to play it. If I go down and play Beat Saber, I'm probably going to put an hour into it at the most, and that's about it. If I go play Super Hot, I'm going to put an hour into it at the most, and that's about it. I bought uh, Arizona Sunshine on PSVR. Cool zombie shooting game. Played about an hour. Right? That's about the 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 most invested time that I'm going to spend in in those uh, areas. Now, when I go back to play those games, how much time will I spend in them? Probably about an hour, maybe, give or take, but around an hour of time. But if I go down and play an Xbox game or a Switch game or a PlayStation game or a game on the computer, you know, Crusader Kings 3, how much time am I going to spend on it? I'm going to spend on way more time than I am going to spend playing a VR game. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's a gimmick. You know, because I, I, I can't invest that much time into one. I played the Resident Evil 7 VR and it is cool in VR, but I'd just rather play it not in VR. Right. It's cool. Yep. But I just I, if I'm going to sit there and play the whole game, I'd rather not play in VR. This this conversation kind of reminds me of why people bought a. Uh, you know why you know we bought not anybody but like I bought a Nintendo uh, a, a Wii was for like the party games and that's what we oh, mostly yeah. played it and that's how I kind of see the VR as like a gimmick you know I will be honest with you I bought a Nintendo Wii uh, I wanted to buy a Wii U but I never did but we only pulled it out at party events like whenever we got drunk and would do drunken boxing or or the oh, the, Ninten- <laughs> the other Nintendo po- uh, party games you know just as kind of a gimmick that we would just pull out. And I never actually, to be honest, I never spent a lot of time on my Wii. I just thought I didn't like the controller. I didn't like the way it played. You know, I did as a gimmick, you know, with the the games that actually use the controllers for movement and stuff like that. But I never played the Zelda games on any of it, you know. And I love Zelda games, you know, the way you can hold up the thing and pull up the shield and pull up the – and I'm just like, no, I'm okay. I'd rather use a controller, you know. (laughs) So and, and that's I, I follow there with Nick. That's why I think this is a gimmick as well. I can't see myself putting more than an hour or two into this at a time. Whereas I do the same thing you do. I mean, a perfect example is we talked about Crusader Kings recently. I spent a whole day on Saturday playing Crusader Kings on my PC, you know, and I would probably not do that on a VR system. Yet, I don't think I ever would. 
that you know you're going to give yourself a headache or you're going to get motion sickness or nausea. I mean, maybe if they can combat those items, but you still have this heavy piece of equipment that's strapped to your head and it's pulling. So you've got constant neck tension trying to hold your head up for the extra weight that you put on the front of your face. And, you know, and you got to move. You got to sit there and move around. I'm I'm a lazy gamer. I want to sit in my chair and play my <laughs> game. You know, I don't want to sit there and move my arms and hands and. And, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so at some point, I do think that's a gimmick. But it's been a gimmick that's been going on for, what, five years, five, six years. So, you know, uh, it. we'll see what happens as time goes on. I, I, you know, if it's still hanging on by a thread in five years, we'll know it didn't really take off. But maybe it'll blow up in five years. It'll be just like every console has one. And most people can afford them because it's an extra $200 add-on to the console or something. I mean, I kind of hope that. I would like to see that. But – Maybe I look at it like this. In five years, it died. It died, you know, this year. It dies next year. In three or four years, I'll look back and think this is the bullet I dodged, like the 3D TVs. Or the 3DO. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that that's essentially it. You know, I don't find, especially when you're talking about the Wii, right? I played a lot of games on my Wii. I played Zelda. I played Metroid. I played all those, and they were really fun games. But you know what game I probably played 90% of the time on the Wii? Wii Sports. Yep. Right? And Because that was just, I mean, everybody that came over wanted to play Wii Sports, and that was fine because it was super fun. So, again, with the with the Wii and the Wii U, um, those motion controls were, again, a gimmick, you know, Metroid Prime I loved, Zelda I loved. Did I need the motion controls? No. I I didn't need the motion controls to enjoy those games more. You know, that's not what I felt like. I didn't feel like, oh, well, now that I have these, this game is like 100% better now. No, I didn't feel that way. I felt like neat, but, again, not necessary. And the same thing with the VR. It's neat, but not necessary. I don't need to... Uh, these, you know, some games, I don't necessarily need a, uh, VR experience to enjoy them. Um, I think the only game in which I talked about several times tonight that I think the VR experience really takes off in is Beat Saber. Uh, that, that, that's just a really cool, I mean, it's just, you can feel like, you know, this game was made for VR, right? Whereas some games, you know, Arizona Sunshine, which is a cool game, but is it made for VR? No, it could work not with VR. And that makes me feel like it's a cool game, but it makes me feel like it's a gimmick. It's like we want to include VR just because VR is available, not because this game needs it, just because we can do it. And, you know, I think, you know, Super Hot is another game that, I don't know. I'm kind of half and half on. I feel like Super Hot is a game that is really cool in VR. Does it need VR? Not necessarily. It could be done without it, right? But I think the experience is cooler in VR uh, with Super Hot. So there are some games that I feel like need it, and there's some games that are just gimmicky with it. And uh, you know, like I said, you know, Resident Evil. Resident Evil is cool in VR. It's really it is really immersive because I mean you can like it's just right in your face, but you know we played plays you know, Resident Evil Seven 
without VR. And would I take one experience over the over over the other? Not necessarily. No, I, I'd rather just play it regularly, regular than play it VR. You know, and that's how I played it. So. So I think we could probably beat on this horse for a lot much longer, you know, but you know, we'll probably just be rehashing concepts here. So I guess basically to kind of close it out, does anybody want to have make any closing statements or any statements and, you know, add something before we say goodnight? When I die, I want to be put in VR Matrix style. Oh, no. <laughs> he wants to be in the goo. I do. I want to be the goo Matrix he wants to be the goo in Matrix. Right. <laughs> He's the guy that got hooked up making all the pink goo. <laughs> so, Russ, any closing comments or you know about this? No, I think I think the horse is beat. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the uh, basically until it gets better, you know, we stand by. Or I should say, right. until it becomes more reasonably priced, we stand by for a good product. Yeah, I think the stick broke already. We just had to find a couple more to beat this horse with. <laughs> yep, just a few. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't got anything new to add. I think we've I've added enough to this conversation. Um, I guess I, with that said, uh, we appreciate everybody listening to this episode, and we hope to catch you in the next one.